Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody out there listening, and welcome to Shouting Into the Void, our nerdy little podcast where we answer the hypothetical questions you never even knew that you had. My name is Mike. And I'm Cody. And this week's question is, what are the spookiest Pokedex entries? Spooky. Ah, you beat me to it. I was about to say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, you know the drill by now. Before we can get into the body of the episode, we are going to talk some business for a minute. So, if you, as you're listening, realize you enjoy this podcast, if you think it's funny, if you learn a thing or two, if you're shaking your head going, nah, that's messed up, man, um, if you've listened to any other episodes and enjoy them, uh, we would really, really appreciate any support that you could provide us. Now, we're going to go over a few different ways to support the podcast. The first of those is on social media. Our link tree is in the description of the pod on whatever service you are listening to this on. And you can find us all across the internet. We would greatly appreciate a like, a comment, a rating, a review, a follow, a subscribe, a share, a report, anything of that nature. <laughs> um, whatever whatever you want to do for social media interaction, usually it's a couple taps of your thumb on your touch screen, but it means the world to us. It helps us get noticed by the algorithm. It helps us get put in front of more people. It helps new people find the pod. Speaking of, the second best way you can support us is word of mouth. If you like this podcast, if you have people in your life that you think would like this podcast, please share it with them. Your friends, your family, your coworkers, your gaming groups, your pickup basketball team, your you know exercise buddies, your gym buddy, whatever, your grandparents, your mortal enemies, your pets, your local politicians, anything of that nature, get it in front of them. You know, yeah, tell people just about download it. episodes on your grandma's phone. Yep, we're and good to go. She'll call you up and say she's got a virus, and then <laughs> there you go. We're ha we're happy to be that virus. We're happy to be that virus, and you can spread us like a virus. Um, <laughs> but please share the podcast with people in your life that you think would enjoy it. That's one of the single biggest ways that we see listenership increase. And we have seen slow but steady growth since we started this freaking thing. Um, there is a final way you can support us if you have both the means and the motivation and the desire to do so. Cody, hit him with the Patreon. Yeah, you can support us financially if you have the means and want to do so. Uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash SITV. Uh, that is our Patreon. We have one tier over there. It is $5 a month. Uh, that's all we ask of you. And we give you a bunch of different stuff for that. Uh, but the main benefit being we release an extra bonus episode every week. They come out on Fridays. They're at least a half hour long, sometimes quite a bit longer, up to 45 minutes. Or I think we've even have a, had a couple that have been an hour or so. They come out every week. Um, you get uh, quite a bit of value for your five bucks. It also unlocks the whole back catalog. And we just released episode 45 this this week. Um, about getting into character and how Mike and I get into character. Um, but we're we're a bit looser over there, uh, a lot more conversational. We don't uh, structure it like asking a question like we do here. We kind of just talk about whatever we feel like. Uh, we've done some lore dumps. We've done uh, talking about games or books that we're reading or uh, movies that we've watched recently and uh, just kind of general topics of Mike and I talking and, and having a good time. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Had to do it. Very um, good. But yeah, Cody hit the nail on the head with the Patreon. We basically just decided, look, sometimes we talk about interesting shit and might as well record it. So if you guys think it's interesting, give it a shout. Give it a check on the Patreon there. And uh, yeah, we'd really first episodes. It. First episode over there is free. So you can That's head right. on over and, and check it out once. I think the first episode uh, is Mike doing a, a lore dump on some Star Wars Expanded Universe stuff. So, indeed, that is my bread and butter. That is my wheelhouse. It's my uh, my little security blanket, if you will. Um, I love it. Super fun. If you enjoy that sort of thing, Patreon's where you'll find it. But back to the matter at hand, Cody. It is spooky season. It is. 
we're deep in it. Well, we, nine days into it, but I mean, that's pretty far in. That's a third of the way into the month, practically. It's our second episode already. Second spooky yep. episode. The second spooky episode. Um, what could be spookier than talking about some of the creepy and weird and downright terrifying entries that are hidden deep within the Pokemon encyclopedia, the Pokedex? Yeah. Pokedex entries, we've kind of kicked this one around a bit. Uh, I think we've even talked about it on the podcast a couple times. Right. Uh, but I think that this is, there's so much to pull from here. I think I have like 19 tabs open right now uh, with different Pokedex episodes that are just, or Pokedex episodes, Pokedex entries that are just pretty buck wild. Uh, oh, yeah. The writers have definitely um, went a little uh, crazy when they've made some of these in the games. But, uh, you know, it's uh, there's a dark side to Pokemon, that's for sure. Definitely. And it's not dark as in like graphic content or like shoving stuff in your in your face. But if you go into the Pokedex and you do some reading on these Pokemon, some of the implications are a bit horrifying. Um, So I'm tempted to say hard mode, no ghost Pokemon. Oh, that is that is a tough one. A lot of them are uh, ghosty, but I have a few. We can start with the ones that aren't. Uh, well, I, I mean, that would just be a fun little activity, but we don't have to uh, <laughs> we don't have to actually do that. I mean, I have a few that aren't that I know of, but I have a number that aren't probably half. Well, you've got more than I do. So if you want to start us off, I'll start us off. Uh, I'll start us off with one that's not ghost. This okay. is a grass dark type. Uh, a little bit more on the tamer side, so we'll we'll start off a little easy here. Uh, but Cacturn has some pretty wild entries. Yes, it does. Uh, this is a Gen Three Pokemon, I believe. Um, it is basically just a big cactus, evolves from Cacnea. Um, it was in one of the f- uh, I almost said Fantastic Four. Uh, it's a, one of the Elite Four has them in the third generation. Uh, sure. But the reason I pulled them up is that in a few of their Pokedex entries, it talks about them basically terrorizing people traversing through deserts. <laughs> um, yes. It's uh, it's pretty wild. So one of their like their Sapphire entry says, if a traveler is going through a desert in the thick of night, Cacturn will follow in a ragtag group. The Pokemon are biding their time, waiting for the traveler to tire and become incapable of moving. Why are they waiting, Cody? <laughs> well, why, why are they doing it? <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it does say if it lives uh, for fire red and leaf green, it says it lives in deserts. It becomes active at night when it hunts for prey exhausted from the desert's heat. So these cactus Pokemon eat people. Yeah, I mean, and hunt people through the desert see that's the thing is they're not just opportunistic they're not just oh hey i found a like person dying in the desert here i'm gonna eat up it's mm-hmm. they actively seek out and follow and hunt humans toby is losing his shit right now because i would be closed. too if i were there i'd be fucking scared you live in the desert <laughs> we do live in the desert that's uh, that's a cacturn waiting to happen Luckily, not spending a lot of time traveling through the night, though. So, true. Thank goodness. Uh, yeah, the idea that like a band of cactuses would be following you, and when you turn around, they're always there. Like, I like the idea too that they just like uh, that they have a little bit of like Mario ghost in them. So you like turn around and they just throw their arms up and look like actual cactuses. Yep. <laughs> and, like one of them. <laughs> One of them coughs or twitches and you like narrow your eyes, but you turn yeah. around and keep going and like they're like, nice job, Bill. He almost fucking caught us. <laughs> what? Well, who the fuck cares if he catches us? There's more of us. We're just going to eat him anyway. Shut up, Bill. <laughs> the, they're also, I mean, the Pokedex is kind of wild because they're also four feet in height, but they weigh 170 pounds. That's stocky as shit. Yeah, these things, I mean, covered in spikes, live cactus that just will pummel you, presumably. Yep, you're you're done for. Uh, that one's pretty creepy just because they, they do hunt you. 
Um, anything else you want to say about Cacturn? No, stay out of the desert at night in the Pokemon world. That's You'd be right. all right. Uh, I got another one we can go. That's not uh, not ghost type again. Well, I've I've got one that isn't ghost type either, but I'm, I'll be interested to see if you had this one. Oh, I'm sure I go- did, but go ahead. Uh, Gorbis. I do have this one. Okay. So this is like a pink sea eel with like a pointy nose. Mm-hmm. It looks... It looks weird, but it looks like it's pink with like purple highlights. It's long and slender. It's got little eyelashes on it. Mm-hmm. Big, Kinda wide dolphin, eyes. Like... Yeah, it's like a weird dolphin sea eel thing. But it also looks like uh, it's got, almost got like a feather on its head. Like uh, G-O-R-E-B-Y-S-S. Gor- Gorbis or Gorbis. Uh, probably Gorbis. Yeah, that's usually how I say it. Darkness. Yeah. Uh, Although Gorbis is the very picture of elegance and beauty while swimming, it is also cruel. When it spots prey, this Pokemon inserts its thin mouth into the prey's body and drains the prey of its bodily fluids. Yeah. Uh, I've also, don't a couple of them talk about like sucking out life force? Yes. Uh, (laughs) It. It siphons the body fluids. It siphons the life force. Um, let's see here. Uh, it lives at the thing... bottom of the sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sucks the bodily fluids out of its prey. The leftover meat sinks to the seafloor where it becomes food for other Pokemon. Oh, I Something is real weird about calling the dead Pokemon that this thing encounters meat. Leftover meat. <laughs> Don't love that. This thing is very much just a large mosquito. So the other, all right. I don't know if you have the the Bulbapedia entry for this open or not. I don't. If you had to guess the height Mm -hmm. of this thing, what would you say? I think they're kind of big. I'm going to say dolphin sized. This thing's roughly six feet. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was picturing. Holy shit. Yeah. Scary. A, a pink eel dolphin that is a mosquito. Don't go swimming. In Aren't the there a bunch of pictures of them too, where they're in big groups? Like, don't they swim in schools? They do. There's like four Nightmare. of them in this picture. There's three of them in this one. That's this ain't good, man. Yeah, and they don't and want their to eyes be are perfectly round things. and they're wide open. And they got that creepy little mosquito mouth. Yep. So we can't go to the desert and we can't go swimming in the Pokemon. <laughs> the water's world. not safe. The land's not safe. <laughs> Nowhere is safe from the Pokemon. Um, but that one's pretty creepy in and of itself. Just like an alien body horror-esque type of entry. For sure. So, for sure. What do you got? Uh, I got a relatively new Pokemon. A grass fairy type. Okay. Uh, I don't really know how to say it. Uh, but I'm going to go with Shinotic. Uh, S-H-I-I-N-O-T-I-C. Oh, yep, yep. Shinotic. Little it's mushroom like a, boys. It's like a weird zombie-looking toad from Mario. Yeah, big mushroom cap-looking thing. Um, mm-hmm. But what's kind of interesting about these things, and you encounter a bunch of them in Sword and Shield in one area specifically where there's like this creepy forest maze thing you got to go through. There's always a creepy forest maze in Pokemon. Well, and what makes this one particularly creepy is if you wander into the creepy forest maze, uh, forests where Shinotic live are treacherous to enter at night. People confused by its strange lights can never find their way home again. I don't like that. Uh, I don't emits, like that. <laughs> it emits flickering spores that cause drowsiness. <clears throat> when its prey succumb to sleep, this Pokemon feeds on them by sucking in their energy. Oh, that's not good at all. <laughs> and it's it's got a smiley face. Yeah, it's they look very happy, very cute. I mean, they're fairy type. It uh, join us, Cody. Yeah, they Come lure you the into forest. some deep dark <laughs> forest and kill you. <laughs> Big uh, Hotel California energy here. You can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Like Real fucking creepy. Uh, It does say flickering spores lure its prey to put them to sleep. Once this Pokemon has its prey snoozing, it drains their vitality with its fingertips. 
So they all just like put their hands on you and start, you're asleep and they just start draining your energy. I mean, you're asleep, so you don't know of it, but you fall asleep in this weird forest and you never wake up. It's your last sleeps. Yep. (sighs) And they're smiley facing. Yeah, they always look happy. And there's a, again, this is another creature where there's always a bunch of them, it seems like. Like there's little pockets of them mm-hmm. all around. Uh, Hate it. Yeah. And you find, you know, you're probably already afraid in this forest area. You find these lights that you're hoping are going to help you out a little bit. You know, a welcomed uh, illumination in, in the dark, spooky forest. And guess what? It's a trap, of course. <sighs> no good. You find I don't these like cute it. little unassuming Pokemon. And yeah, they and put you, you think they're going to help and... you because you're lost in the forest. Yeah. Yep. And the last thing you remember is a chorus of these smiling faces staring down at you as you can't go on. You succumb to sleep. Pretty tough look. Pass into peaceful oblivion. Die from the mushroom people. <sighs> that just reminds me of freaking uh, Myconids from D&D. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It's got definite vibes, for sure. Yep. Uh, do you have any more non-ghost ones, or can we jump into the ghosts? I know we, we tried uh, to go hard mode and make it as I long have, as we could. but I definitely have one non-ghost one that we need to talk about. All right. And this one is maybe not necessarily frightening, but is definitely concerning. Uh, sure. It's a normal fighting type and a great Ooh. big giant Pokemon known as Beware. I almost m- forgot to mention this one. You evolves from it. Stuffle. Uh, yep, Emily is trying really hard to catch enough Stuffle in Pokemon Go to evolve a Beware. Basically, these things are. I mean, it kind of comes from from Stuffle. It's carried through, but the theme of this is basically that it's a big stuffed animal. It's a it's a big teddy bear, right? Um, and once you evolve your Stuffle into the great big giant teddy bear known as Beware, um. You should beware because these things are pretty terrifying. They are six foot 11, 297 pounds by the Pokedex <sighs> entry. Uh, so they are a brick shithouse of a Pokemon. My God. <laughs> but the reason that they make this list, because they are very cute and like not scary at all uh, in appearance. But the Pokemon or the Pokedex entries kind of leads you to understand that these things are not to be fucked with because in Pokemon Moon specifically the Pokédex entry says this Pokémon has the habit of hugging its companions many trainers have left this world after their spines were squashed by its hug now that's just sad this is just Lenny the Pokémon this is Lenny wants to pet the rabbits and, <laughs> and the problem is you and I are the rabbits uh In Sword, it says once it accepts you as its friend, it tries to show its affection with a hug. Letting it do that is dangerous. It could easily shatter your bones. That's... I feel like if you train your your beware enough that you can maybe get it to not do that, but it's going to take some time, and you'll be battling some lawsuits. Uh, In Ultra Moon, they say it boasts tremendous physical strength. Many people people call it the most dangerous Pokemon in the Alola region. What? (laughs) (laughs) That's, oh my god. (laughs) It's just a pink teddy bear that has bone-crushing strength. Yeah, and and apparently has a habit of crushing bones, according to the Pokedex. Imagine a little kid running up all excited to give this big mascot-looking guy a hug. Ugh. There, I feel like there's like a tragic story to be told here. I think I wanted to bring this up, and maybe I'm bringing it up a little early, but whatever. Uh, I'm pretty sure Pokemon has its own like streaming service. I think it's called Pokemon TV. Um, really? And you can like go on and watch all the movies that they've made and all the anime and stuff like that. I mean, it makes sense. They have a ton of content out there. Sure. Um, just from making the anime and, and all the movies over the years. Oh, I mean, how many seasons is it on now? 20-something? Oh, it's 20-something for sure. Yeah, it's probably close to 30. I know it's been around for 30 years. So, well, damn, not quite 30 years, but... um, Streaming service. 
I think they have their streaming service and I think that they need to start producing some like Netflix style shows and like imagine th- the story of this sad beware that all it wants is a hug and it Stop. like and nobody <laughs> like like the exact picture you're painting where this kid is like, oh, I want to hug the teddy bear and all the kids and it wants to hug the kid and all the parents are like, no, stay away. That's a monster. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You're <laughs> breaking my heart right now. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> the saddest to beware. Saddest to beware. Goddamn. Beware the beware. Beware the beware. Oh. It writes TM. itself. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> <laughs> Original idea, do not steal. <laughs> uh, I've got one for you that's not okay. ghost. Um, uh, and that is the Pokemon Zatu. Zatu? X-A- okay. X-A-T-U. It is like a uh, Native American statue, like a carved bird, eagle head. Yep, psychic uh, bird Pokemon. S- psychic flying. And here's this Pokedex entry, right? Um and this one, uh, I don't know. This one, like, the more I think about it, the worse it gets. Um, okay. Zatu stands rooted and still in one spot all day long. People believe that this Pokemon does so out of fear of the terrible things it has foreseen in the future. Oh, boy. Because Zatu can see the future and the past. Always um, always problematic, the old future yep. sight. Some people in different lands have long believed that Zatu are emissaries from another world. Um, nope. Let's see here. Pass. Hard um, pass. Uh, it's said that while they can predict the future, they're not powerful enough to change the future, or they have no desire to change it, which is another reason they remain motionless all day long. As to not affect what they've seen? I mean... Hey, Zatu, how's it going? I've seen the future. <laughs> it is terrible. Just doomsday <laughs> foresight yeah. always. That's, that's tough, my man. You, you you doing all right? Pain. <laughs> <laughs> terrible pain. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one for sure. <laughs> Any uh any future site like that in a Pokemon is is tough, especially if it's like doesn't feel like it can change the future at all. It's just like, well, I guess I'll just sit here. That's as good. This is as good as it's gonna get. Right. Well, like, and you guys came and, and visited, and we walked around playing Pokemon Go, and we caught mm-hmm. some Pokemon. And Emily hates Zatu, and there were a ton of Natus and Zatus in our mm-hmm. neighborhood. And she hates it because she thinks it looks creepy. So now I get to tell her, hey, you know why it looks like that? Because <laughs> we're all doomed, Emily. Because we're all <laughs> doomed. <laughs> so Very that's uh, that's Zatu for you. <laughs> uh, I have some more non-ghost ones that we can talk about. No shit. All right. And then we can get into ghosts because we'll make this back half ghosts. Um, back half ghosts? Weirdly all right band name not a bad band name yeah back half ghosts TM. uh <laughs> for the band that we will never start never we i mean um, hey hold on now we said we would never start a podcast that's you know good point good point uh i have two i guess we'll start with this one i, I like this one this one's a little creepier um w- water psychic type Okay. Uh, Slow King. Ooh. So a very smart Pokemon. They made uh, kind of one of its big debuts was in the second Pokemon movie uh, with the one that focuses around Lugia and all the legendary birds. Um, There is a Slow King that kind of uh, acts as the narrator a little bit for Ash and the group. He kind of talks about what's going on and, and his understanding of you know, why Lugia is pissed off or why all the birds are pissed off, stuff like that. Um, can speak uh, English a lot of the time. Weirdly. <laughs> Weirdly. Um, always so a little they are super smart. Pokemon can do that, but they are super smart. And that's a little bit of what I want to talk about. There are a bunch of very strange Pokedex entries around Slowking. Um, so 
we'll just start it off with silver where it says when its head was bitten toxins entered slowpoke's head and unlocked an extraordinary power so as you may know um a slowpoke oftentimes like fishes with its tail for a shelter to bite its tail uh, and that's how it evolves into a slow bro um a slow king happens when that uh shelter bites its head so this thing says when Shelder bites its head, uh, it ejects toxins into it that basically make it smart. Um, this is just... This is... Ugh. I don't like that. <laughs> That's some says, body horror. <laughs> it says being bitten by Shelder gave it intelligence comparable to that of award-winning scientists. Uh, okay. <laughs> it also says in crystal, every time it yawns, Shelder injects more poison into it. The poison makes it more intelligent. Uh, so, Man. yeah, real body horror shit. Yep. Shelter is just injecting poison and making this thing smarter. It's like Brainiac kind of in, it's, in my it's mind. It's giving me a big Brainiac vibes here for mm -hmm. sure. Like, uh, But some of the more recent Pokedex entries make it even a little spookier. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Galarian Slowking. Mm-hmm. Looks real creepy because yep. it's poison type, so it's all purple. It's got purple head. It's it's real angry looking. A combination of toxins and the shock of evolving has increased Shelder's intelligence to the point that Shelder now controls Slowking. That's what I was looking for. It's in Sword, right? Yeah. A combinations of toxic toxins and the shock of evolving has increased Shelder's intelligence to the point that Shelder now controls Slowking. I hate that. <laughs> that's like some head crab from half-life shit or some oh man it is face hugger shit oh that's so good it's just zombie slow slow kings chasing oh, oh, around along those same lines you have uh paris and parasect yeah very similar where it talks about how the fungus on its back is what actually controls it which is Taken from real world fungus that it is. controls ants, mm -hmm. which is also the inspiration for The Last of Us. Yes, uh, and and some of the entries for because I almost put Parasect on my list and I and I didn't just because I had so many. Mm -hmm. But uh, the Parasect one of the entries also says that if you separate the mushroom from the insect, that the insect stops moving. Yep, meaning that it's, it's no just a puppet. There. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's uh, any anything like that. Like we keep saying body horror, like gives me the heebie jeebies, man. Gives me the creeps. It is a great like, again, imagine Pokemon TV makes this PG-13 horror movie where Parasect and Slowking are just are taken over essentially by toxins and poisons and fungus and whatever and then they start tracking down humans and start converting them yep. and, and i mean next thing you know pokemon zombie apocalypse you've got one super strong brainiac slow king that's orchestrating the whole thing making its uh, army and brewing its potions and all sorts of stuff yep. like yeah it writes I mean, itself you, we've, got, we've got fire red and leaf green corpse gray <laughs> <laughs> corpse gray <laughs> That's a great name for the. I, I can guarantee you somebody's movie. made a ROM hack of one of the games out there. That's like a zombie apocalypse survival game. Very good. That's that's what I want. I want the I want the movie, the Pokemon movie, where it's all just. I want like six or seven different horror movies that we can continue to pitch as we talk about these. Hell yeah! Uh, I think I only have one more that is not non ghost. Ghost. Sure, hit me. Um, and that's going to take us pretty much to the halfway point. So great timing for ghosts on the back half. Hey, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Seems good. Uh, this one, Dark Dragon type, uh, Guzzlord. Oh, man. Just best name, worst looking <laughs> Pokemon. Uh, Guzzlord, I think, was one of the Ultra Beasts you had to fight in Ultra Sun and Moon. Um, yep. But uh, it basically is a giant mouth uh, on an all-consuming type of Pokemon. 
uh, and that's really its whole thing. Uh, but it's got some specific horror move, horror like notes in some of its Pokedex entries. Uh, obviously, one of them being it has gobbled mountains and swallowed whole buildings, according to reports. So literal just mass destruction. Yep. This God, is Godzilla style destruction. This is a kaiju. Yeah, this is just a kaiju. It's 18 feet tall and nearly 2000 pounds. This is a kaiju. Yep, straight up, just a kaiju. Um, <laughs> uh, it is eating mountains. It is said to feel like hard rubber. In order to eat, its tongue moves in a wave-like motion that pulls food towards its mouth. Weird. Um <laughs> You want you want to know another horror movie element to this? Huh. Uh Although it's alien to this world and a danger here, it's apparently a common organism in the world where it normally lives. So these are aliens from another planet that have come to destroy everything. Maybe this is the future that Zatu sees. <laughs> Just Guzzlord everywhere. Yep. Open a portal. <laughs> aliens invade. There you go. That's the end of us. It is interesting all, the idea of alien Pokemon coming to Earth and like being a destructive force is pretty great. See, the thing is, though, like Pokemon doesn't matter if it's a Wailord or a Pichu. Yep. It fits in the ball. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Pokeball is an amazing thing. Didn't we do? Was that yes, a Patreon or was that a full episode? That's on a full episode. Yeah. What goes in a Pokeball? What fits in a Pokeball? We got right. flamed up a little bit for that episode. I know we did. Because people did not like some of our interpretation. <laughs> uh, we we flamed each other because we didn't like some of our interpretation. You know what was funny, though? I put a bunch of uh, polls on the Instagram after that episode came out on like, <laughs> will it Pokeball? And mm -hmm. just put a bunch of pictures out. So I did like... Um, like a bunch of kaiju, essentially, like Godzilla and stuff like that, and yep. uh, a bunch of different characters. And uh, <laughs> I do think it was interesting, a bunch of the kaiju types, Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla, stuff like that. People, the general consensus was that it Pokeballs. It goes, it's Pokeballable. It goes, yeah, in, a it Pokeball. goes in the ball. I I love the ones that I enjoyed were the characters. We were, we were like, it goes in a Pokeball. But there's no way you can get it in the Pokeball. <laughs> right. Like, like I think uh, I think Vader was one of those. I, see, I disagree that the Pokeball would would catch him, but I think we we agreed to go with he's Pokeballable. But he, there's no way he's just going to block it or cut <laughs> it in half or right. what have you. Right. Man, we almost need to do a follow up to that one. We need to pick other characters that we didn't talk about. And yeah, we. Uh... <laughs> That that list goes on and on. I'm down to piss off some listeners. Let's go. What do we, what do, we do every time an episode drops? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> huh. If we've gotten anything wrong so far, please let us know, because we love reading how badly we screw some of this up. It's too funny. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I put uh, I do have one other one open. I know I said that was my last one. This one's not necessarily all that creepy or whatever. Sure. Um, but I did put Spoink on my list uh, only because it has to bounce. This one's just uh, sad. This one is just sad, but it's kind of creepy. Uh, Spoink, basically, it's like a pig head with a pig tail with no pig body. Um, right. It's got a curly tail that it bounces on it's constantly. It's really cute. It is pretty cute, yeah. Uh, and they like, there's a bunch of episodes with them like eating a bunch of apples in the anime and stuff. They're cute for sure. Uh, and but the reason I put them on there, uh, it's got a pearl that it carries from Clam Pearl on its head, and they're constantly looking for new pearls, which I thought was kind of cool. That is adorable. Um, but the the creepy part of this is that it bounces constantly and has to keep bouncing because the shock of the bounce keeps its heart pumping. Yep, that's it's a lot like the flame on Charmander's tail. If the a flame bit, ever goes yeah. out, Charmander dies. If a spoink ever stops bouncing on its curly spring-like tail, its heart stops beating. Yep, it dies. Yep. Hey, I don't know what you all expected. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be this episode. It's spooky season. We're talking death. We're talking zombies. We're talking a haunting in Pallet Town. We're talking... Actually... 
it'd be more like a haunting in Canto. There you go. If we're, if we're talking a haunting in Connecticut. Um, That's very good. Once in a while. That's very good. <sighs> we got a bunch of ghosts to talk about now. Though. We got ghosts coming out our friggin' ears up here. Go- we got ghosts. Ghosts for days. You want a ghost Pokemon? I got plenty of ghost Pokemon. <laughs> Opens trench coat. Looking for the, some ghost Pokemon? You got the money? I got the ghosts. <laughs> hey, what did you say your name was again? Luigi. <laughs> God damn it. That's too funny. It full circle, baby. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion exists in the Pokemon universe some fucking how. <laughs> I love the idea of Luigi capturing ghosts and then selling them to people as ghost Pokemon. That's very good. Like, how do you even get these anyway? Uh, fancy vacuum. <laughs> That's just EGAD's like side hustle. Yep. Takes all the ghosts that Luigi's catching, gets them in a Pokeball, and ships them out to Team Rocket or some shit. I mean, Professor EGAD does sound like a Pokemon professor name. Yeah, it's not. Not unheard of, for sure. Yep. I bet you Oak has written to Egad. I mean, like, Egad, what is this strange ghost Pokemon that I captured? <laughs> I'm going to mail it to you. And then he writes, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. That's this and that and the other. Thing. I, I can see it. Egad being a, a ghost Pokemon expert fits thematically. It fits real well. But speaking of, what have you got for ghosts? Oh, you name it. Uh... Let's talk about, we'll, we'll start a little easy again. Um, I, th- I always pronounce this Baynet. Yep. Uh, is a ghost type Pokemon. They look basically like a stuffed animal again. And mm-hmm. that's by design because their Pokedex entries basically talk about that. Uh, they got like a big plushy ha- tail, like hair tail thing that yeah. uh, comes out of their head. Yep. Uh, Weirdly, like, mischievous looking. Definitely, which is weird to say because mischievous is a Pokemon. Um, Thought it was mischievous. Whatever. (laughs) It's all the same. Same thing. (laughs) Semantics, Mike. (laughs) Um, But what's interesting about this one, uh, this is uh, a Generation 3 Pokemon again. Uh, This is an abandoned plush doll became this Pokemon. They are said to live in garbage dumps and wander about in search of the children that threw them away. Oh, man, this has big, uh, big Toy Story vibes. Yeah, Diamond and Pearl says a doll that became a Pokemon over its grudge from being junked. It seeks the child that disowned it. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm mentally going through my head about every toy that ever got thrown away. <laughs> not All the bayonets you made. <laughs> I fucking A, dude. Uh, this Ultra Sun, Ultra Sun like doubles down on this creepiness, by the way. Uh, it says, it's a stuffed toy that was thrown away and became possessed, ever searching for the one who threw it away so it can exact its revenge. Whack. so not only did they become possessed because they got thrown away and were angry about it but they're coming for you they're coming for you too bayonet too furious (laughs) man yeah that one's pretty classic though right i mean that's like a a doll coming to life is a classic horror trope yes for sure i can see where they have a pokemon that fits that for sure uh there is a couple of Pokedex entries that talk about its mouth as well. Um, and that if its mouth is ever opened, that the spirit inside of it will come flowing out, discarding the doll. Okay, so that's how you deal with the bayonet. Or it, there are also other ones that talk about where if they can sometimes be uh, like talked down <laughs> um, and you could get rid of a bayonet basically by allowing them to pass on that's very witcher that's very witcher very witcher yeah like i can picture Geralt getting called in because a bayonet's been seen around the house (laughs) which one of you threw the kid's toy away (laughs) i know it wasn't the kid they find out no the mom got rid of it because it was broken or creepy or whatever and he's like god that's a that's a great pokemon tv that you may have doomed your child 
it thinks the kid got rid of it, not you. It doesn't we're, know any better. It's just a lost spirit. <laughs> Where the whole like the whole setup of the beginning is that this bayonet's haunting this family. They think mm-hmm. that the kid threw it away, yep. and it turns out to be one of the parents' dolls that's came back. Oh, damn! Yeah, real good. Yep. TM writes itself. <laughs> writes itself. I've got one for you, and I don't know if you had this one on your list or not, but okay. it's a water ghost Pokemon. Mm. Jellicent. I don't have that one on there. All right. So I'm going to read bits and pieces of this po- these Pokedex entries for you. Uh, Jellicent is a jellyfish. There is a male and female version. Uh, stereotypically, the male one is blue and the female is pink. The male one looks like a fat jellyfish with a mustache, and the female one has like a feather boa type thing around its neck. Uh, They look very happy and regal. They even have little crowns on their heads. But uh, let's see here. They propel themselves by expelling absorbed seawater from their bodies. Their favorite food is life energy. Oh, of course it is. Why wouldn't it be their favorite? It's the most delicious. Yep. Um, Excuse me. Whenever a full moon hangs in the night sky... Schools of Jellicent gather near the surface of the sea, waiting for their prey to appear. Mm. And this one kind of summarizes it the best. The fate of the ships and crew that wander into Jellicent's habitat. Colon. All sunken, all lost, all vanished. Damn. Um, it, it is said that there's a castle of ships that Jellicent have sunk down on the seafloor. Fishermen are terrified of them. It's rumored to drag them into the sea and steal their lives away. And, oh, what's the last one here? Um, They're always hanging around fancy cruise ships and tankers, hoping to drag away their... Oh, hate the cruise ship angle. Hate the cruise ship angle. (laughs) Imagine the Pokemon TV movie. Here we go again. Basically just Titanic. And the ship is sinking. And there's just crazy pokemon waiting as the ship is going down yep titanic's going down and the jellicent are swarming and so as you're floating on a piece of driftwood trying to keep your head above water legs hanging down you feel some tugging you see this big pink orb approaching (laughs) yep and you think the pokemon might buoy you up and lift you to safety but instead it drags you down to the bottom of the sea drains you of your life force and then leaves your meat for the other Pokemon. <laughs> Don't call it meat. Don't call it meat. The Pokedex already called it meat, Cody. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> meat is such a weird word for someone who has passed away. Pokemon corpse gray and meat red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Jellicent. Yep. Again, a cute Pokemon, but a dark, dark story. That's fucked up. It is fucked up. You want to stay on fucked up? Because we can stay on fucked up. <laughs> Again, if we ever make a dollop style intro <laughs> for our podcast where it's snippets and quotes with no context set over music, that's got to be in there. You want to stay on fucked up? Because we can stay on fucked up. <laughs> Hot, real bad. Hot, real bad. Uh, this is, again, another sad one, but mm-hmm. a little fucked up, uh, is Phantump. Oh, no. Uh, I think we've talked about Phantump, Phantump before on the podcast. I'm almost positive we have. Uh, but got to bring it up. And the main reason, again, you know, these being kids games, making this a little more creepy. Uh, but According to old tales, these Pokemons are stumps possessed by the spirits of children who died while lost in the forest. Oh, man. So you get lost in the forest, you get your life drained by the mushrooms, and you come back as as a phantom. Yep. Uh, These Pokemon are stumps possessed by the spirits of children who died in the forest. Their cries sound like eerie screams. I don't like that. (laughs) Oh, God. Reading a couple more, it gets worse. Ultra Sun gets worse. Yeah, Ultra, Ultra Sun, Sun makes it bad. worse. Yep. <laughs> by by imitating the voice of a child, it causes people to get hopelessly lost deep in the forest. It's trying to make friends with them. 
Okay, that I I hate that a little less because if you can make friends with a phantom, I feel like a phantom is like loyal as shit because all it wants is a friend. Okay, fair, but I feel like we're glossing over the hopelessly lost deep in the forest part. I mean, also true. <laughs> but still, though, like I don't know, it just wants a friend, man. Is this like a symbiotic relationship between the, what was it, Shinnok or whatever, the Shinotic, mushroom yeah. folks and the and the phantoms? Like, because mm-hmm. it does say with a voice like a human child's, it cries out to lure adults deep into the forest, getting them lost among the trees. So, and the, yep. And then so like the the phantoms are luring people into the forest. The Shinnok are taking those e- people, them. giving them hope eating them to make more phantoms. It makes too much sense. We've cracked it. We've cracked it's the conspiracy. <laughs> the phantom call, call industrial Professor complex. Mike Professor Cody, the phantom industrial. <laughs> We've done it. We made it. <laughs> oh boy. That's how are we doing on time. That's we maybe the, time that's maybe the dumbest thing I've ever said on this podcast. We I we've both got a few that are pretty up there. <laughs> <laughs> I got another one for you here. Okay. Uh Yamask. Yes, good one. Uh these Pokemon oh, let's let's talk about what it looks like first before we get into that. Yeah. Because we didn't even talk about Phantom, but literally, if you think of a ghost tree stump, you that's nailed what, it. Like Casper the friendly ghost with a tree stump on his head. Yep. You crush. He's it. like dark gray. Uh all right, but Yamask. This is like a weird looking ghost bird guy with like a a bright, a big bright eye that almost looks like it has a tear in the corner Mm -hmm. carrying a small like clay mask. So Yamask, uh, these Pokemon arose from the spirits of people interred in graves in past ages. Each retains memories of its former life. Each of them carries around a mask that used to be its face when it was human. Sometimes they look at it and cry. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, let's see. It rambles through ruins searching for someone who knows its face. That one got me. That one got me bad. I don't like it. It's like a walking. Have you seen this man poster? <laughs> yeah. Do you oh, and, know me? I'm, and it's trying to figure out who it was. Mm-hmm. And it looks at the mask and cries. Quest for unfindable knowledge. Forever cursed to wander, trying to find out what it needs to know. Who it was. I just want to give it a hug and tell it everything's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with Phantom, man. It's like, come on. Beware too, but that'd be the last hug I ever get. Yeah, you can't hug a beware. Don't do it, Mike. You want to do it. I want to. All oh, right, man. That's Yamask. What about what about you? What do you got? I've got a real Pokemon TV horror story for you. Okay. And this one is Frostlass. Oh, fuck me. Frostlass is absolutely terrifying. It is a uh ice ghost type Pokemon. They're all female because you have to it's basically a f- female female glalie or whatever right uh they evolved from snow run yep yeah snow run evolves into glalie or frostlass yes yep so frostlass is really interesting for me gen 4 pokemon uh but really the pokedex entries from sun and moon are where i would like to focus um moon uh moon's pokedex entry says the soul of a woman lost on a snowy mountain possessed an icicle becoming this pokemon the food it most relishes is the souls of men (laughs) um (laughs) oof oof the souls of men uh, it See, freezes hikers who have come to climb snowy mountains and carries them back to its home. It only goes after men it thinks are handsome. I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ultra Moon says it's said on nights of terrible blizzards, it comes down to human settlements. If you hear it knocking at your door, do not open it. Man, this is checking every classic fairy tale 
box. Yes, this is fucking ice Krampus coming. This is yep. Uh, I'm just, and then ugh. the sun brings this all to bear. Sun is where we really get the the creep factor for our movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Sun says when it finds humans or Pokemon it likes, it freezes them and takes them to its chilly den where they become decorations. I hate that. Yeah, so you could uh, like imagine this Pokemon TV horror story where they you open on a bunch of mountaineers traveling. They're going up. This big storm starts to come in on on the mountain. It gets really dangerous. And thankfully, thank God, they find this cave where they can get out of the storm and get this brief respite away from the harshness of the mountain. And when they get into the cave, they start to see little statues almost of different Pokemon growing in size as they get deeper back into the cave. You find a bunch of frozen whatevers out there. Mm-hmm. And as they get deeper and deeper in, they start to find larger and larger Pokemon frozen around the walls of this cave. And eventually they found they find humans. And when they are trying oh, to get these humans out of their icy tombs from behind them, they just hear the laughing of the Frostlass whose cave this is. Ugh. That's like that's definitely like, a, a summer camp campfire horror story. Yeah, for sure. I love the idea, too, in this movie that, like, then it's six people or whatever versus this frost lass, and they either have to decide to go out and brave the storm on the mountain or stay in here and try to, to, like, not die. Yeah. Love a good survival horror. I I love this, too, because it has that same energy of, like, like, almost like a Nordic myth, like, don't open the door for the frost lass at night. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I tried. I tried to channel generic Skyrim NPC there. <laughs> I got a little bit of uh, Dracula vibes. <laughs> the Transylvania comes in the night. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Um, but yeah, don't open your door in the middle of the night during a blizzard. It's a frost lass. It's a frost lass for sure. It wants something, namely you in an icicle for its mantle. <laughs> So that's our that's our frostless survival horror pitch. There you go. Love it. Uh, what else? What else have we got here? Um, well, just taking a quick look. See, frostless is on this list. Um, There's a couple uh, classics I have up. Sure. Uh, real classic Gengar. Uh, if you don't oh, know boy. who Gengar is, I feel bad for you. Um, original Pokemon. Uh, third evolution of Ghastly, or if you evolve your Haunter, you get your Gengar as well. Um, Gengar is kind of the epitome of a ghost Pokemon, I would say. Kind of the the original. On which all other ghost Pokemon are modeled. For sure. Uh, Love me a good Gengar. Obviously, since Gengar has been around since Gen 1, it has a ton of Pokedex entries. Um, Oh, yeah. Massive. And they are all kind of spooky. Um, but where I want to start is one in particular uh, that I will have to find now. Uh, and I think it's one of the later ones. There's all kinds of stuff. Um, it hides in shadows, and it's said that rooms where Gengar is hiding, the temperature drops by nearly 10 degrees Fahrenheit. And there's all kinds of stuff about it being like you getting chills down your spines when they're around and stuff like that. It's real creepy. Sure, the classic creep factor. The one that uh, I'm looking looking for is the one that, I mean, I can tell you the gist of it here. Uh, Gengar used to be human. Is this it here? It apparently wishes for a traveling companion? Yes, out since, of moon. I just found it, it too. You got it? Okay. Yep, go ahead. Since it was once human itself, it tries to create one by taking the lives of other humans. This... This thing is killing people trying to become human. It fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucked up. Uh, Some of the scary ones, too, that I've really enjoyed come from Gigantamax Gengar, who has separate Pokedex entries. Um, This says, rumor has it that its gigantic mouth leads not into its body, filled with cursed energy, but instead directly to the afterlife. 
Gengar eats you, and you go to hell. <laughs> it's just a Gengar's mouth is just a pit to hell. That has big uh, gluttony energy from Full Metal Alchemist. If you've for sure that far, yes, for sure. Uh, shields also, for Gigantamax Gengar also leads into gluttony a bit. It says it lays traps, hoping to steal the lives of those it catches. If you stand in front of its mouth, you'll hear your loved ones' voices calling out to you. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. That's not okay. Yeah. Jesus. Ugh. Yeah, Gengar hypnotized and drawn into its hellscape mouth. Yep. I think uh Haunter has a few that are creepy as well if I go to It does, and I know what it is. Uh Gengar's tongue or sorry, not Gengar. Haunter's tongue is made of gas, uh, mm -hmm. and one of Haunter, especially in the anime's big moves, is to lick people, and it is said that that gas from its lick is enough to kill people. It steals it causes, the victim's life force. It yep, lurks causes paralysis. It is a real bitch, which is crazy because Ash had a Haunter forever, and it yep. licked him so many times. <laughs> so many times. It, those licked by its cold tongue grow weaker with each passing day until they die. <laughs> That's what the Pokedex entry says. So this is this solves the question. Uh, we've cracked Pokemon. This is how Ash perpetually stays ten. It's because his he's actually living in the afterlife because his haunter licked him to death. His haunter has killed him. Uh, I've got one more. That's a kind okay. of a ghost Pokemon that we can talk about here. Um, Hit me. So this one is like a jack-o'-lantern Pokemon. It's a jack-o'-lantern with like almost like an Adventure Time looking character coming out the top of it with pink sure. hair. Sure. Yep. Uh, this is Gorgeist. Gourgeist? A Gorgeist, I think. Gourgeist. It's supposed to be like a gourd is the base word, I think. You know, it, it makes sense now. <laughs> it's all coming Gorgeist. together it's all coming up Gorgeist um, let's see here singing in eerie voices they wander town streets on the night of the new moon anyone who hears their song is cursed it enwraps its prey in its hair like arms and it sings joyfully as it observes the suffering of its prey this is just Gorgeist siren song yep yep also, there's um, something real creepy about a curse that, like, happens if you just hear it. Hearing is such, like, a, a passive sense. You don't have a choice. Yeah, you, like, you just gotta walk around with earplugs in, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the darkness of a new moon night, Gorgeist will come knocking. Whoever answers the door will be swept off to the afterlife. Okay. Again... Uh, don't answer, like, you can't answer the door. <laughs> Just don't answer your door in Pokemon. Lock nope. the door, bar it. If it drops 10 degrees, be on the lookout for Gengars. Fucking, just don't. In Pokemon, just don't. Whatever it is, we, whatever the thing you were going to do, don't do it. <laughs> we need a Curse of Strahd ghost Pokemon TV episode where it's just fucking a horrible, like, decrepit village where at night, just, like, parades of Gorgeist are going around. Everything's trying to get in. It's just ghost Pokemon hell. You can't leave. Barovia. Pokemon it's edition. Very good. Uh, have you seen some of these Sword and Shield entries for different sized Gorgeist? Uh, I, I glossed over those, but I have not... Um... Oh, God. No, reading some of these. The bigger Some of they... the big ones, yeah. Uh, well, because depending on the size, it depends on the prey it goes after. So small mm -hmm. Gorgeist pretend to be children to fool adults. Um, <laughs> and large Gorgeist put on the guise of adults to fool children. But supersized Gorgeist aren't picky. They will forcefully drag anyone off to the afterlife. Forcefully? They will grab you and drag you to hell. Not good. <laughs> not good. Do not. We do not ship it. Nope. Not a fan. <laughs> uh you got one more because I, I i have one more i want to talk about but i don't want to steal your thunder okay uh i mean i'll talk about one i have a feeling it's also yours um yeah. drifloon 
that was the one I wanted to make sure we hit before the end. Okay. Save, save the best for last. Uh, Drifloon's good. I had a couple other ones. Uh, let me do a different one, and you. I'll let you talk about Drifloon. Sure. I want to talk about Dusk Noir. Ooh. Uh, Dusk Noir is an evolution of uh, Duskull, those kind of things. Yep. Um, again, big mouth in its belly. It's a big floating ghost thing. It kind of looks like a... Uh, Maybe like an old school like vase or something made out of clay. It kind of looks like. Yeah, it had big clay vibes. Um, but uh, they're pretty big, seven feet tall, 235 pounds, and they float around all ghost-like. Yep. Um, but again, some creepy uh, kind of Pokedex entries here. The antenna on its head captures radio waves from the world of spirits that command it to take people there. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, it is so it is getting radio communications from the spirit overlords saying yep. i want that one <laughs> uh, uh again maybe this is what zatu is picking up on or seeing <laughs> the future uh, again gets real creepy uh in arceus it says comes to those whose lives have come to an end and escorts their souls to the afterlife Known to mistakenly take the souls of those who yet to have life, or who, sorry, take the souls of those who yet have life in them. Um, not not good. <laughs> Definitely uh, it not says, good. Says with the mouth on its belly, Dusk Noir swallows its target whole. The soul is the only thing eaten. Dusk, Dusk Noir disgorges the body before departing. It's a shard blade? <laughs> oh, is Dust Noir a shard blade? Dust Noir burns is out a, the eyes. A hunger spren? Yeah, takes your soul <laughs> and leaves the body. Um, <laughs> this thing is a powerful ghost Pokemon, too. I mean, this is oh, like... Yeah. It evolves from Deuceclops when you give it a Reaper Cloth, so usually that's a fairly high level. Yes, um, for sure. It's... Man, this thing is scary because it doesn't seem like it... It has no scruples. It has no. It's very like Mr. X from Resident Evil. It just sure hunts you down. This is great, too, because it like sword uh, swords. Pokedex entry says at the beginning of, or sorry, at the bidding of transmissions from the spirit world, it steals people and Pokemon away. No one knows whether it has a will of its own. So right, this thing is I'm just robotic. It's following orders. It's no going around. Yeah, I mean. It it doesn't care. It's been told that you're it. Tag, you're it. I'm hunting you down. Your soul is him. mine. Your soul is forfeit. Fuck. Damn. Pokemon's dark. Pokemon is dark as shit. And we'll talk about <laughs> we'll talk about Drifloon here. Alright, um, let's end on a Drifloon. Let's end on a Drifloon. Or should we do a Drift Blim? Uh I kinda like no, Drifloon a little better. Drifloon a little is creepier. Drifloon is better for this. Um yep. It is whispered that any child who mistakes Drifloon for a balloon and holds on to it could wind up missing. This yeah. thing is basically like a pink or purple balloon with a little cloud on its head and like a little patch for a nose and two little heart-shaped hands that hang down on strings, like balloon strings underneath mm -hmm. it. Um, children holding them sometimes vanish. Uh, these Pokemon are called the signposts for wandering spirits. Stories go that it grabs the hands of small children and drags them away to the afterlife. It dislikes heavy children. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I love that little part. Why did yep. they put that in there? It dislikes heavy children. Yep. Uh, for some reason, if its body bursts, its soul spills out with a screaming sound. Creepy. Um... Said to lure young children and carry them off to the afterlife, some whisper that Drifloon are formed of reincarnated human souls, but these rumors are as of yet unconfirmed. This thing is adorable. It is adorable, and that's what makes it creepy, is that it's only there. It, I feel like it like specifically looks like a balloon to appeal to children and steal them away. Correct. Yeah. Creepy. I mean, the balloons have eyes. The balloons that, have eyes. Edward. That's the name of our Pokemon TV horror movie about Drifloon. Night of the Living Drifloon. <laughs> <sighs> Do you have a favorite one that we talked about? Um, I don't know. Beware, probably. Yeah? Just because it's so sad. 
break your spine. It doesn't know any better. And it's, it seems like from the Pokedex entries too, that all of the, that like most of its victims are its own trainer. Yep. Which is, is just really so sad. sad. <laughs> That's just brutal. All it wants is a hug and it can't control its own strength. It can't do it. Can't do it. How about you? I don't know. I got to go. I like a frost lass. I like frost a, I like a, a deep blue sea horror though. I like a, I like a jellicent. Hell yeah. Just, just the way this entry is written, uh, where it has colon all sunken, all lost, all vanished. <laughs> yeah. Like, very horror, very horror movie vibes. Yep. It's got eyes like a doll's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a jellicent floating around. That, I do th- that's what you're so worried about? <laughs> It'll drag you down to the depths, boy. Trifle not with the jellicent. <laughs> They're like throwing food overboard, like making offerings to the jellicent. Yep. Love it. Oh. Let us know in the comments if you have a creepy Pokedex entry that we didn't mention, or let us know what your favorite one was, or if you are terrified of another random pokemon for some reason just let us know uh we can have a uh mill tank phobia support group oh man <laughs> we've all been hurt a little by that mill tank yep damn you whitney <laughs> some say <laughs> fucking a carl killed me on the last episode <laughs> some had. say it's some, still rolling out some say it's still rolling out and with that we will roll out thank you so much for listening folks until next time my name's mike and i'm cody and Pokemon are terrifying. They're scary. Stay away from your Drifloon. Don't answer answer the door. It's a Frostlass. Don't go out in the desert. Don't go out on the water. Just don't, don't go, go out in the forest. Stay in your house. Pokemon Professor, are scary. Professor Oak wants to give you a Pokeball. Just say no. Just say no. <laughs> it's Just like don't the do- Pokemon Dare program. Dare to resist Pokemon of all kinds. <laughs> Just don't do it. It's not worth it. Just say no. Heed our warning. <laughs> are you incapable of restraining yourself? Or do you take pride in being an insufferable no-till? We're going to have to go right to ludicrous speed. That's it, man. Game over, man.